Hello and welcome to the Future Healthcare Today podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Tierney, and today we are discussing the current state of the healthcare provider market and the ongoing changes that are impacting it. With an industry poised to adapt to the face of an ongoing pandemic, there seems to be no better time to dive into the many trends that are impacting how healthcare operates. To help us better understand the ongoing changes that we have seen, we are joined today by Jillian Carlisle, Senior Product Analyst at Zealous. Jillian is an accomplished product and insights lead whose eight years of healthcare industry experience helps her understand payer-focused technology solutions. Jillian, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. So let's jump right in. As I said in the intro, we have you here today to help us unpack the state of the provider network landscape. You recently hosted a webinar uh, diving into some of the findings that you and your team at Zealous have reported on. Can you give us an overview of what you found or some of the key findings that you'd want someone to take away from this conversation? Some key things we saw this year include growth in the number of providers contracting with managed care plans in all market segments, so commercial medical, Medicare, Medicaid, dental, but there is variation in what that looks like for different geographies and markets, especially in more rural areas. Um, In Medicare Advantage, there was strong interest in Medicare Advantage plans from the Medicare eligible population and growth in the number of Medicare Advantage organizations participating in the market. We are seeing a lot of Medicare Advantage organizations expanding their footprints into new markets. We saw growth of 25% in the number of networks being offered by Medicare Advantage organizations, so huge growth there. Uh, We are seeing a return in carrier participation on the exchanges, and with that, a lot of volatility in exchange network offerings, with 18% growth in the number of carriers offering exchange plans and 20% growth in the number of networks being offered by plans. So huge growth there as well. The Medicaid market remains stable in terms of enrollment and provider participation with Medicaid managed care organizations, but new managed Medicaid states and Medicaid expansions have the potential to impact this market in the future. And finally, the dental market also remains stable as we see minimal but consistent growth year after year in provider participation. However, we do continue to see access point inflation in the dental market as the growth of access points far outpaces that of actual providers or locations. Right. So were any of these findings a surprise to you? And if so, why? There are two findings that really surprised me this year. The First was the result of our hospital analysis, and the second was related to the physician supply in specific geographic areas. So with hospitals, we saw positive net new hospitals in the data or more new hospitals than closures. I feel like I'm always seeing new stories about hospital closures, so this really surprised me. However, when I thought through it, I know there is a lot of interest right now in what we're calling micro hospitals and these sort of satellite hospital locations that are opened by large health systems. So really, when I thought about it, it made sense. And these micro hospitals typically have smaller footprints with fewer beds. They offer fewer services than large general acute care hospitals. 
but they're a way to help give more people access to care that is generally delivered in a hospital setting. So it's a topic I am really excited to explore in more depth in next year's analysis. So the second thing that surprised me was around the physician supply. I think every year, the variation by state in provider participation with managed care always seems to surprise me. But what really struck me this year was when we looked at new to the market providers, we had approximately 10,000 brand new providers for whom we had both a brand new MPI and who were contracted with at least one health plan in the U.S., but only 239 or 2% of those 10,000 providers had rural or critical access locations. Um, 192 of those providers were in rural counties and only 47 were in counties with extreme access considerations. So only 2% of new providers were located in these areas while uh, when I look at census data, one in five Americans or almost 20% of the population actually live in these areas. So I found that really surprising. So it's obvious there is a lot of really good information, a lot of really key insights that people can take away from this report. But, you know, if you had to put in so many words, how do these insights impact payers and how do they impact members? Growth in carrier participation and available networks in the rapidly changing Medicare Advantage and exchange markets um, have the potential to impact both payers and members. For payers, this means more competition and a need to invest more in designing and implementing a competitive strategy. Recent news articles about Humana's investment in Medicare Advantage is a great example of this increased focus and investment in the Medicare Advantage space. For members, the increased payer participation means more plan and network options. And this is good, but all these options can also be very overwhelming, especially when it is so challenging to find tools that allow people to really compare plans and their network options across multiple payers. Challenges related to the limited physician supply in rural areas also have the potential to impact both payers and members. So for payers, this means more competition to recruit providers and possible challenges meeting network adequacy or access requirements in those areas. It also means there's an opportunity for differentiation by utilizing more telehealth benefits to provide network coverage in these areas. For rural members, this means it may become increasingly challenging to access care within a reasonable distance and reasonable appointment wait time. So for our final question, I want to call out how in the report you describe a growing trend towards using digital solutions to benefit everyone in the healthcare interaction. How can digital solutions benefit healthcare organizations? And are there any specific solutions you'd recommend people check out? Healthcare in the United States is constantly changing. I think everyone knows this at this point. But our primary goal with sharing our state of the market analysis each year is to help the industry especially payers, understand where the market is going. And at Zealous, we offer solutions to help payers address some of the challenges we are seeing. So for those not familiar with Zealous and our network analytics suite, 
it enables those in network, product, strategy, sales, and marketing to access clean, standardized pr provider network data through predefined reports and data visualizations and get access to that clean underlying data. So when it comes to offering a competitive product in those increasingly competitive markets, like in Medicare Advantage and on the exchanges, Zealous's tools allow payers to see how their networks compare to the competition in terms of provider coverage. And when payers are looking to better understand if their provider networks are sufficient for a given population, especially in those rural areas where the physician supply is low, Zealous offers tools like adequacy and access reporting, including the ability to identify provider targets to fill any gaps in their networks. If Zealous's standard Network 360 reports aren't robust to meet a payer's unique needs, we have Network 360 Insights, which allows for custom reporting, like doing a deep dive to any of the metrics we shared in our state of the market webinar. So as we look forward, we know that there are new regulations around provider data accuracy, provider directories, and transparency that will make new data available for analysis. And Network 360 Insights is a way to access all this new custom data. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Future Healthcare Today. Jillian, thank you so much for coming by and sharing your amazing insights on the healthcare provider market. I know we all here appreciate you taking some time to talk with us, and I'll look forward to our next conversation. Thank you so much for having me. To learn more about the best practices, lessons learned, and proven strategies for using innovative technologies to address the healthcare industry's most pressing challenges, please visit futurehealthcaretoday.com. I've been your host, Kevin Tierney, and until we talk again, so long.